Hello and welcome to Half Damage, an actual play D&D podcast presented by Crit Chat. Previously, there was a bright flash of red accompanied by a long drawn out scream. There are marks on the floor and in the center of the circle, still settling, lies an old leather bound book and a pile of ash. Bang's just like biting her lip, trying not to cry. Can I examine the book? It's got like a hard worn leather cover. I love it. I mean, this is awful. I am so sorry. If there's anything we can do, I need you to do whatever it takes to stop this, okay? We, we were told not to come out. Is everything okay? More okay now that we know that you're fine. What's your suggestion? We're still not safe from him here, but there isn't exactly anywhere else to go to be more safe. The plan was always that I go back, but I can stay here for a little while longer. I'm scared to take Irina with us, and I'm scared to leave her here. I think I want to come. We're going to leave with Irina. Lydia says, If you're taking her with you, you're gonna want to go fast. I'm concerned that this town is gonna descend into a worse state than we found it. You can see Isaac takes notice of you guys and starts walking towards you all. She's supposed to be in the house. Fang is gonna put herself between this dude and Irina. I guess I do a scorching ray. Don't kill him. Standing on top of the wagon is a figure with long red hair waving her arms over at you. Hey, it's our friend from the bar. Let's go. She calls over her shoulder and goes, can one of you be a deer and uh, unlatch that for me? The tiger? Sure. It starts bounding off into the town. Well, I hope that won't bite me in the ass later. Get in. One by one, you all jump into the back of the caravan and with a cry, Rictavia whips on the, the horses and you guys speed away from Flavortown. Who is this badass bitch? Why the fuck she got a tiger for? And where are our heroes headed? Let's find out. Fleeing from Flavortown in the aftermath of the festival gone wrong, our heroes all jumped into the back of the waiting wagon with Rictavia, the bard from the Blue Water Inn. After letting out the tiger in the back cage, you all hopped aboard with Ismark and Irina and sped away. You watch Flavortown grow small in the distance, holding your breath in case anyone's following you. Only after the town is far, far in the distance does Rectavia slow the horses, letting everyone breathe again. I open my spellbook. <laughs> Immediately. It's spells time for spells, boys. Uh, I can let you know all of the things that you find in it. In this cool, this cool, cool gothic-y book that you've got now, in it you have several new spells. Acid Splash. Animate Dead. Blight. Cloud Kill. Dark Vision, Glyph of Warding, Levitate, Mending, Remove Curse, and Thunder Wave. You also, in the midst of it, find several kind of scraps of pages that don't seem to be spells, but seem to be notes either from Victor or from other people. There's a couple that are written in like fancy hand script, but there's one that it looks like it was typed up on a typewriter that's all about like uh, moon cycles and their effect on spells. Oh. Would you care to share cool. some of your spells with the class, Alfred? <laughs> did you did you bring enough for all of us? Yeah, did you bring enough? <laughs> but yeah, so I have these spells, but I don't like have access to them right now, right? Do I um, have to- if you're not copying them over, like as I say, this one's kind of like a bit ramshackle with uh, pages stuck in every which way. If you want to just like tear pages out of one and shove them in the other, then whatever, just do that. I don't give a shit. I will. I will keep. I'll just keep both books on me for now. Dizzy. Uh. I'd like to talk to Rictavia. Uh, the wagon that you're on right now, uh, she's got her her little seat on the front of her main wagon, which is where she keeps all of her her sundries. And you you are all currently sitting in an attachment to the back of that wagon that is just a cage. So it looks a little bit like you've been child catchered, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> but this, you are currently sitting in the bag. Uh, can I get close enough to talk to her while we're in this cage then? <laughs> There's probably like a, a door on like both sides of it. So you just have to kind of get onto the back of the front wagon and like shimmy round, which it, it should be fun. They've got little okay. little sidestep things. So guys, I'm going to go talk to Octavia. Anyone want to come? Okay, I'm going to go talk to Rikiva. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I get it. I'm so, behind um, you every step of the way. But except from a right distance. now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fine. So, yeah, Camilla, you, you get up and, and manage your way around the outside of the, the van and uh, climb up onto the seat next to her. Rictavia gives you a smile, uh, though keeps her, her eyes mostly on the road. Like, so, that was interesting. That's putting it lightly. I, I wanted to thank you. Your timing was impeccable, and you absolutely didn't have to do that. Uh, I was getting out of town anyway. Uh, I, I did want to ask about the tiger, though. <laughs> That's... Honestly, that might have been a mistake. Thinking back, maybe not a great idea, but, you know, okay. hopefully I'll see her again. <laughs> I hope so, too. Is there anywhere you have to go? Is there anything that we can help you with? You're helping us so much. Uh, well, I'm going back to Tower to maybe uh, the- wait out until all the, the madness dies down in town. The Tower? Uh, yes, uh, it's a little place around uh, the li- Lake Bartok. I-, I mentioned it earlier. It's uh, oh, okay. where I kind of go to hide out. Gotcha. Well, uh, I-, I just wanted to call up here and, and thank you and, uh, and just kind of make sure that you were okay. <laughs> I'm always okay, darling. Uh, where is it that I can take you? We, we've heard talk of an abbey that we think would be the best place for us to go next. The abbey? The, the, yes. Of St. Markovia? Yes. Um, I mean, sure, but why? This place is a dump. A dump? I mean, I've not been there recently, but uh, last I heard it was a veritable shit show over there. I mean, your, your reasons are your own, but eh. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go talk to my my friends a little bit, but yeah, I think that's where we're uh, that's where we're headed. Okay, well, it's a little further past where I'll be going, so I might have to drop you off at the crossroads. But uh, uh, let me know if that is your final destination. Let's aim for that, and I'll talk to you in a few. Okay, I understand okay. you dropping us off. Ismay, I'm gonna head back to the, yeah. the cage area. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys. Hey. Hi. So I uh, I just wanted to go up there and thank Rictavia and, and see where she was headed. Uh, she asked where we were going. I told her the Abbey. And uh, she just told me that it's kind of a dive. And I believe she said a veritable shit show. Are we sure about this? Well, we already visited a diner. So we do need to hit a dive <laughs> if we want to hit the grand trio of everything. That, that's that's very fair. I'm really glad that that convinced you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really that's really all it takes. I trust you inherently. Oh, that's why we're good friends because you yes. have zero questioning of my of my decision making. <laughs> that's how we've gotten so far. How we've gotten so many no. loans approved. <laughs> Just yep, gonna pay for this business with money we don't have, but it's gonna be great. Seriously though, sorry, I'm. I don't know what it is, but I do t- trust Rictavia, and if she says that she doesn't understand why we're going to this place, I'm just a little bit on edge. In most dramas that I've read, such as Lothario and Juliet. Um, so hang on, just quick pause. Yeah. Uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives, legitimate reference in this universe. Yeah. But you uh, tried to avoid a Romeo and Juliet reference? Yeah. Just you know, I am also confused by this. I'm- no, 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 no. We're 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 working out the copyright issues. <laughs> that, that's true, Isbay. Bill Shakespeare's ghost is yeah. real litigious. <laughs> real litigious. Like, look. I don't believe that Guy Fieri will come for me. I believe that Billy He's a chill guy. will rise Billy from the Shakes. grave. He will haunt the Billy, fuck out of Billy, you. Billy Shooky Spooky. <laughs> Here on the streets, we call him Billy Shakes. We just Hey, it's it me, old Billy Shakes. Forget about it. <laughs> to be or not to be, did you not understand my question? <laughs> Anyway, to get back to my main point, everyone, I've read a lot of dramas in my day. Usually when you're going gets tough, your tough gets going and we got to go to where the tough is. And I don't know why I'm doing this accent, but it means that I mean business. You're going into the noir accent there. That's our friend. Sorry, Billy Shakes. What'd you say? I'm adding that Billy as my Shakes. name. Done. Adding that into my word doc. I'm going to turn to Fang. And just look at her. Uh, yeah, Fang's just like bleeding in the corner. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, Fang, are you okay? What happened? <gasps> There's a guy w- with an arm. Yeah, he no, I know we were there. We were, we, okay, okay. <laughs> and um, a, and a door exploded on me. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, um, 
here. Um, I don't have any band-aids, but I have some pads and tampons. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. And I laid um, pads and tampons on her. Ye oldie pads and tampons, which I can't <laughs> imagine are great. They're really just washcloths. They got magic. I am I'm running low on spell slots here, but I'm gonna cast cure wounds on Fang. While this is happening, Ponche's like, oh, I I can't help you. I I mean, I think I according to this, I think I could I could I could I could animate your dead body if you die. <laughs> but Delightful. Not a lot of help yet. <laughs> I, I but that's pretty Fang cool, right? Kind of shoots you a look while you say that as you're like leafing through Victor's spellbook. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna keep poking people for some like. If <laughs> you get, yeah, eight. I'm bleeding less. Can, uh, it doesn't really matter who. Uh, can two people, uh, roll 1d12 and 1d8 and add up the total? I'll do that. I got 12. <laughs> Don't 12 and an 8. Laugh. So I got 10. We're looking up some shit. I don't love this. No, I don't either. I'm sure this is fine. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you guys are talking and trundling along for a little while longer. Uh, when you hear out the front, Rictavia's voice going, Um, guys, you might want to uh, um, keep a lookout. Oh. Is there a second part to that warning? I don't think that the uh, people in charge really like you with me. And uh, do your right. And uh, you look out to the right-hand side uh, of the wagon and you see... Well, actually, what do you see? Everyone roll some investigation. Or perception. Oh. Roll perception, not investigation. Bad. Bad. Goo. Got six. I got nine. I got seventeen. Uh, I rolled a nineteen. So, uh, Pacho and Fang, uh, you you probably think that uh, both Sari and Camilla are overreacting a little bit as uh, the two of you see three dire wolves seem to be stalking in the tree line. That's it. And Rictavia goes and to the left. Oh. <laughs> Roll some more perceptions just to see if either of you Chucklefuck sees anything this time. I also got a nineteen. Oh. I got a total 20. A uh, five. <laughs> Seven. It's the inverse. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, to, to the right, Camilla and Sari, you saw three direwolves. You look to the left, you're like, okay, well, there's nothing there. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, whereas P- Pancho and Fang, you're like, oh, dang, there's two direwolves over there, huh? Oh, my God. So, can we just all look at each other and just scream direwolves? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Werewolf? Werewolf. Werewolf. Well, these are going to be a problem whether or not we stop. What do you want me to do? I, I can't hit things unless we stop. I mean, they've got to come close enough for you to hit them if, if they're going to hit us, right? I'm going to throw a fireball at them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I throw a fireball at the th- at the two wolves that I can see. I guess it's initiative time. Mm. Ugh. Uh, okay, so uh, does anyone have 20 or above? 21. Mic drop. Mic yep. drop. 19 to 20. Not the, why is 19 to 20? That's not good. That's not <laughs> no. Good. It's 15 to 20. I got a 19. 10 to 15? 10. Alfred and I both have 10. Do a little, little roly. I got a two. Fifteen. Okay, Smokey. Running along on this wagon, seeing three wolves come up on your right-hand side, two wolves coming up on your left. Camilla, you are up first. Uh, I'm going to use my last second level spell slot, and I'm going to bless you three lovely people and Irina. So whenever you uh, make an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack roll or saving throw. Fang, you're up. How far away are they? Currently, they're in the, the, the brushes of the woods. Like, the, it's a pretty narrow path, but they are right now, like, they were trying to be kind of stealthy. So you're saying they're not within jumping distance. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> it depends how sweet oh, your boy. hops are. <laughs> I think I've got some sweet hops. You got some sweet hops? Okay. <laughs> I believe in my hops. <laughs> so what do I believe roll Believe in hop? your hops. <laughs> I mean, let's go for athletics, because, oof. Uh, I'm going to rage right before I do this, so I have rage. advantage. <laughs> if you're raging, then no advantage, because I'm probably going to give you disadvantage, because they are in among the trees and a little far away. That's fair. So it's just, this is going to be a straight roll. How tasty is it? Are they tasty <laughs> hops? <laughs> don't, it's, don't. it's what we in the biz would call an eight. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you all watch as uh, Fang gloriously sweeps open the back of the cage. Like, I like to believe looks back at you in a watch this kind of way. We're <laughs> just leaping out and just full face planting into a tree as it's going by. Uh, <laughs> Fang! <laughs> In a very Looney Tunes way, I like to believe that, like, it sticks for a moment, and then Fang like slides down, and there's just like a nice Fang face imprint on the uh, on the tree. <laughs> Fang, I wasn't blessing you like that. <laughs> Do you have any other plans for this? Uh, I'll stand up if I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. One of the wolves who sees Fang just splat into the tree takes a quick veer away from the wagon and goes towards a fang I suppose zip zap zorp oh that's not gonna hit that is a 7 to hit that ain't shit uh fortunately there's a lot more wolves one of the ones on the right hand side takes a run up to the wagon and tries to take a chomp at Rictavia that's not even, that's not gonna hit either. Um, so yeah, the wolf comes up to try and like snap at her leg and she just kind of like turns a little bit and kicks it off and it d- gives a little yelp out. Though, you'll be happy to know it is another wolf's go and it is another one on Fang's side. So we got another chimpity chomp at Fang. Hey. Ooh, might hit with a 20. Yeah. Not natural, but. Uh, that is gonna be a 10 piercing damage. Cool. Uh, I'm glad I started raging. Oh, yeah. And also, I will need you to do a strength saving throw. 25. 25? Yeah, that's gonna save, weirdly enough. Uh, so (laughs) you are not knock prone at this current moment. Next up is Rictavia. Uh, she is going to, having seen that Fang fell off the back, fell off the back, that feels Uh, unfair to what happened, leapt gloriously. (laughs) Uh, She's going to rein in the horses and stop them and clamber up on top of the, of the carriage. And she, she takes like a wee cane from her side and you see her twist the top off and then dead ass fire a gun into one of the wolf's faces. Uh, Let's see how good it is. It's natural 20 good. It's natural 20 good, Rictavia. Oh. Rictavia, fucking nailed this so hard. Thank oh. you, Rictavia. So the the wolf that she just kicked, you see as she, in the coolest move maybe on Earth, twists off the top of her cane, points and shoots, fires a flintlock pistol into this wolf's face and dunks on it so hard. And the wolf doesn't like it very much, strangely enough. Fair. The wolf is actually not happy happy about it. Just in case anyone was keeping note, she looks radical. She's got her red hair flying in the wind. She's power bitch stance. It's excellent. <laughs> Poncho, you're up. So, what what is the what is the greatest concentration of wolves with no allies uh nearby? All of them apart from the ones on the left. There are two on the left and both of them are at Fang. The mm. three on the right are not. Am I able to cuz before I didn't see, am I able to spot the wolves now um, on the right? Um, give me another perception roll. Give it with advantage because you you know what you're looking for now. Twenty. Yeah, you unnatural. know you know where they is. Now to use my favorite spell that has absolutely no emotional baggage for me at all, and then I throw a fireball. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. oh. <laughs> uh, boy, this fire this spell just makes me feel warm and <laughs> safe. I'm gonna cry. Gonna cry. That's so funny. Deck save uh, beating a fifteen. Beating a fifteen. First one does not beat. Second one uh, does not beat. Third one definitely beats. So I will roll eight d six of damage. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. That's a good amount of damage. Ooh, ones, that sounds ones, good ones, too. Ones, 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 ones. That was very satisfying sounding. <laughs> it's very good. Ooh, that <laughs> gave me shivers. God, we're such fucking nerds. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was ASMR that for was all the, of us. That like, was the worst. <laughs> that was the worst. I was just like, oh, I'm gonna just fall asleep to that. To my ASMR channel. Why are we going to be making? Now I'm going to cast a fireball spell. Challenge. This is this is the sound of me taking down all the damage that it's gonna cause. <laughs> ah, I hear nothing. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> okay. There it is. Oh yeah. That's there nice. you go. I like that. 
guys listening at home, uh, Ian looks like he wants to die uh, in a very real way. This is the I hate of ASMR so much. <laughs> taken off. Just took one of his headphones off completely. Although he is Canadian, he doesn't like being relaxed. <laughs> like, you can tell you're all still whispering, but I'm not putting my headphones <laughs> I don't know if we can tell babies that we're like, guys, we can just tell secrets about Ian now because he's not listening. I would like to do a special Canadian ASMR. This sucks. This sucks so much. A Maple. A Canucks. I love snow, but also hate it at the same time. Newfoundlands are a dog named after a place in Canada. Did you know that? This is the sound of hockey being sucky in Canada. They don't, they don't know how to skate, and so they skate like this. And it sucks. That's also what we call a beaver scratch. Take that as you will. I'm sure that's Canadian sexual things in some way. Thank you so much for joining my Canadian tea. Uh, please enjoy the rest of your regular scheduled app. That was awful. You ever, uh, you ever walk into a room (laughs) and you get that feeling everyone was just talking about you? Hi, Ian. Welcome back. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back. Judging by Ismay's reaction, glad I missed that one, gang. (laughs) Glad I got to sit that one out. Hello, and welcome to the middle of the podcast break chat with your DM, Ismay. How are you all doing? I hope you're enjoying the episode, enjoying your day, and generally having a good old time. Uh, thanks for coming along and listening to the episode today. As per usual, it's every, it's every time it's beautiful and wonderful. Thanks for returning. Gonna go over all of our regular middle of the podcast things. Uh, Half Damage is a Crit Chat production. Crit Chat is a D&D advice slash comedy podcast uh, that all of us met on. Uh, you do, we, do, we do advice on how to do D&D good or um, that or do a lot of puns and make jokes for an hour. But it's still really good. It's a good podcast. Go check it out if you haven't already. Uh, we share all of our social media with Crit Chat. So if you want to find us over on Half Damage, talk to us and what have you, you can do that over on facebook.com forward slash Crit Chat chat all one word or on twitter.com forward slash crit underscore chat and on our discord there's a discord in the description of wherever you're listening to this you can go there too and that'll be fun we can all talk and it will be a good old time uh, also, if you want to find us on our Patreon, that's how you uh, so you can help us out in a money's way. If you want to give money to the show so that we can get people some good or our mics, maybe get like little extra hard drives because ooh, all these all these sound files pile up over a time. Uh, maybe get a little cool soundboards at some point in the future. Who knows? Uh, if you want to help us to to grow and expand, that'd be great, and you can do that in a money's way over at Patreon at patreon.com forward slash crit chat. Again, all one word, and you get a lot of bonus content there. So as for as little as a dollar a month, which is absolutely nothing, you get to do you get to you get to play in a game with us that Alfred runs. It's called Space Scoundrels. And so you get to play D&D with us. It's not D&D. It's a different system, but it's very fun and you get to play it with us. It's radical. Uh, you can also get behind the scenes things. There's a lot of stuff that we have to cut out of the episodes here. Uh, and so I put a lot of behind the scenes up on the Patreon for even as little as a dollar a month. And you can listen to all that. Also, if anyone was uh, on our Twitter recently, uh, you will have seen some some amazing callouts that I did for the last episode. If you remember, I did some glitchy weirdness in the in the the last episode where I called out "Think of the children," uh, and that was part of a long overarching scheme that I have because I'm an extra bitch and I have no chill. So, if you want to see a dumb video that I did calling out "Think of the children" real bad and dunking on Owen Piper real hard, uh, you may remember him in half damage as the voice of Bo Jingles in the Christmas episode and I called him out real good on Twitter so go go over there if you want to see that um, if you if you don't have the, the means to help us out in a money's way over on our Patreon then you could really really help us out if you just do it by word of mouth way if you go on and you know put us on blast on Twitter or on Facebook and share our things around anytime that we were like hey we've got an episode maybe share that and be like hey this is some cool shit I'm really excited to listen to this episode it would make us feel real good on the insides Also, if you want to be more involved with the show, there are two things that you can do. 
One of them, we've got uh, our half damage wikia. It is halfdamage.wikia.com. If you want to just see all the things, it's got sorry, whoopsie daisy, fucking wadjasay's ever expanding list of names. Uh, if you want to remind yourself of all of them. Uh, and also, if you want to get real, real involved with the show, then you can send in fan mail. Uh, it's a cool little mechanic that we've come up with in half damage where you get to write in and pretend to be someone in the world that we're living in that is watching the show of Curse of Strahd that all of the heroes are a part of. Uh, if you want to pretend to be a character or if you just want to be you, you can do either one. But just send in like a fan mail to whoever you want to send it into. You can send it to one of the heroes. You can send one individually to all of the heroes. You can send one to all of them as a group. Hell, you can even send them into NPCs. I'm not fussy. Do what you want. Uh, but if you have those, then it'll be really cool. We read them out in the show. It's a part of the game and it makes us happier than anything else. So if you want to do that, then give that over to a teacup gamer. That is a the word teacup, the word gamer, all smushed into one at gmail.com. And we'll get those and they will be in the show next time that we're able. But that's going to be it for now. I'll let you get back to the episode and do some more combat. My dudes, look how much combat we're doing. I know that you are like, oh, they never do combat. We do combat sometimes, baby. Sometimes there's combat, baby. Turtles all the way down, baby. Um, I don't remember where we were. Alfred, how much damage yeah. was that? <laughs> and even 30, and then half to the yeah, save. Okay. So, Alfred really knows how to play magic, people. Yeah, yeah right? I cast, you cast fireballs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, I, I, forgot, I forgot to mention that, of course, the components involve a tiny ball of bat guano. So, <laughs> just, I just take out a little ball That's of always nice. So I'm just like, I once why? got pooped by a by a bat. It is not fun. Ooh, what's that reasoning? Yeah. A lot of times, like, the components have, like, a reasoning behind it. This one is well, just it- like, nah, bat shit. <laughs> no, 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 it has um, sulfur as well. So okay. it's like a bit of sulfur and then a tiny ball of background. I mean, so I guess the ball is going to be the ball shape and then the sulfur is, oh, like, the fire. Oh, I like, because, uh, like, like, can't you use, like, manure to make explosives? Oh. That might be it. I, I just thought it was because he just did a batshit amount of bat- damage. Yeah. 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 Um... So yeah, you, you watch as uh, Poncho unleashes a massive ball of fire into the forest. It's a dumb evil forest anyway. The forest is on fire. <laughs> I'm like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> I love everything on fire. It has no repercussive of memories for me. <laughs> PTSD? What PTSD? Fuck you. I just, I'm just like looking at it. I'm like, there's like a, I'm doing like a, like there's like a little, like looking into the distance pose as it like heats up and I feel the warmth of my face. And I'm like, I might, ooh, actually, no, is... you know what? That's interesting. Can you make me like a wisdom saving throw? You nice. do get a plus four to it because of bless. Oh, that was a that was a low roll though. Uh, that's a ten total. The fire feels bad. <laughs> the fire feels real. You don't know why. You have like there is no earthly reason you know why. Mm. But you feel that heat that's emanating from all around you. The smoke is curling up into the sky already. You can hear the wolves as one of them. One of them just straight up dies. Two of the rest of them are on the fuck on fuego, uh, and they're giving little wolfish screams. And something in it just jars really badly with you uh sorry you're up <laughs> oh am i close to the wolf uh how close are you wanting to be <laughs> within rapier distance oh in melee uh no you can the wagon is stopped so you can get off can i cast a suggestion on the wolves do they need you to have a shared language i don't think so it just mean needs to be worded in a manner as to the Make it sound reasonable. But how does it sound reasonable when they don't understand you? What if I just try to speak wolf? <laughs> <laughs> so he just jumps up and... <laughs> yeah, that can hear and understand you. Like, but you can you can try speaking wolf. What if I, like, <laughs> mannerism wolf? Because dogs and wolves can understand if they've done a bad. Like, they don't... <laughs> yeah. But that's that's you doing an intimidation check, not you doing a suggestion. Can I intimidate the direwolves? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. of course. Duh. That I'm should go do, without saying. I'm going to do an intimidate. Just so I know how you're rolling with this, how are you intimidating the direwolves? I scrumble up my hair even worse than normally. And I take some mud and I just like stripe it across my face and I go, ah! 
And I like kick my back foot <laughs> on the ground and I go, Rawr! like that. Okay, yeah, like that. We'll just, we'll, you, you can do a straight roll for that one because I don't okay. know what the fuck it was, but. Thank you. <laughs> it wasn't you being like, you're a bad boy. <laughs> oh, God. Emily, what was it? <laughs> Ah, uh, so let's see. Do I? No. So that's five plus eighteen, my friend. God fucking damn it! I'm like, just a charismatic motherfucker. So which of which of the wolves are you trying to intimidate? Which is the meanest looking one? I want to do it to that one. <laughs> now I have to roll for which one of these wolves is the most intimidating. <laughs> well, it's not the one that's dead. That's for sure. Uh, the one, the one that is a little bit closer to the, the path looks a little more intimidating. I would like to do an intimidate, please. You do it weirdly well. Uh, I'm going to say this wolf is out of commission for this round. They are not going to be doing any attacks this round because they are backing off a little bit because they're scared of this tiny little gnome. (laughs) The little gnome that did a big wolf. (laughs) One of the wolves is going to go for, I think you're going to go for one of the horses, because they're hey. the ones that are going to get you out. It's the ones that are going to get you out of there. Hey. Those yeah. horses didn't do anything to them. Come on. Oh, that's going to get the horse real bad is the problem. Wait, 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 wait. I can do a thing because I am a bard. Cutting <laughs> words is a thing that I own. Ooh. Is it within 60 feet of me? Yeah. Okay. So I want to use my reaction to expend one of my bardic inspirations to uh, subtract a number from the creature's roll. Go do that. It's only going to be a two. So <laughs> it's it, it's just a two minus whatever it rolls. That's, that ain't going to cut it. Sorry. Damn it. Yeah. So the the wolf snaps out at one of the um, the horses and does a not insignificant amount of damage to a ding dang horse. Oh, fuck. Wait, how much hit points does horse have? Yeah, looking at uh horses, they ain't doing so hot. So horse die. <laughs> no. Oh wait, no, no, horse don't die. Oh, no. Horse don't die. Horse near dead. Horse near. D- oh wait, no, what? actually wait. Oh no, no, horse die. <laughs> and now it is one horse. And if that horse die, oop, oop. Oh no, oop. Well, now we have to tame these wolves. It's the only. <laughs> it's the only way. Quick, everybody. and we will become the Iditarod. <laughs> Who has animal handling? Let's go. <laughs> it is a uh, second wolf. Guess it's going to go around and try and bite. Sorry, I think. Uh, That's going to be 19. No, it doesn't hit. <laughs> no, we're, we're <laughs> one of those sturdy bars. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Totes fine. Uh, 11 points of piercing damage. That was nice. a big chomp. Also, do a strength saving throw. Oh, shit. Strength. Oh. Oh. That's a nat one, my friend. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, how do we resolve a nat one here? I'm open to suggestion. Forget about it? <laughs> <laughs> Let me go uh, free. Well, okay. Well, you've definitely lost your intimidation uh, abilities because you're not intimidating at the moment. I'm also going to give you... An extra d4 of damage as you <laughs> knock your head on a real pointy rock. Uh, that's three extra damage as when you're knock po- prone and this wolf comes on top of you, uh, you bash your head into a, a very pointy sad rock that is in a bad place. Next up is... Uh, Irina is gonna bust out of this bitch uh, and go after one of the wolves. Gonna go and try and knock the one off, sorry. Because she doesn't like her family members getting hit. Uh, that's gonna hit real good. And the damage. So Irina knocks one of the wolves, the, the wolf that's on top of Sari's side a little bit, so that Sari has the ability to get up next time without being under a wolf. Thanks, friend. Um, and, yeah, offers you a hand up. Ismark's gonna be a little bitch, because Ismark can't do anything. Uh, Camilla, you're up. <laughs> All right, I'm going to attack the same wolf that Irina just hit because it just attacked, sorry. And uh, I'm going to try to hit it with Sacred Flame. All right, uh, you have to succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Um, That'll be 14. That does not. Okay. Nice. 14. Ooh, this thing is looking rough as heckery. <laughs> the wolf gets bashed by, what did she have? She has like a great sword uh, and then gets just a little bit obliterated by Sacred Flame. as. Flames are kind of engulfing the area around you as well. 
So it's very fitting. There's a lot oh, yeah, of Yeah, I got plates. some inspiration there, you know. Next up, we got Fang. Uh, I got two wolves in front of me, right? You have two wolves in front of you. I'm gonna hit hit one. I'm gonna hit Garbage Boy. Garbage Boy. Okay. Because screw that guy. Uh, so for my first attack, I rolled uh, 12. That ain't gonna cut it. And wow, I rolled another 12. Ain't gonna cut it. <laughs> Bang. Uh, little dizzy from just blasting <laughs> face into a tree. He's <laughs> um, uh. having a little trouble seeing straight. Like, you know, when like the little birds that are wandering around your head, they get a bit distracting. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to do with this? Pray. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good, good that you're praying. Uh, we got some wolves up next. Uh, sorry, highs or lows? Uh, highs. It's low, so he's gonna go for Irina. He's gonna do a chunk of change. Irina is knocked prone. <laughs> next up is, oh god, it's so many wolves. No, it's not that many wolves, because that one's dead. That one's dead as Disco. Disco never dies. Would get advantage on Irina, so goes for Irina, I guess. Oh, natural, natural 20s on Irina. Uh, can I, can I do my, my thing again, but to move some damage from her, his role? Uh, oh, to move some damage? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I would like to do that. That might be a very, very good, good plan. Uh, how much? That is a seven. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Let's knock, knock, knock it on heaven's door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Irina is looking really fucking bad. One of the the wolves chomps into her neck, or oh. now where the her neck used to be, and now is a cool new hole that has appeared on her body. Um, when's it my turn? Well, funny you should ask. It's Rictavia's go. So uh, <laughs> Rictavia is gonna take aim at the one that is possibly gonna maul the horse. Fires at that one. Oh, good roll, bitch! She, like, aims down the sights and clocks this boy right between the eyes. The wolf that was going for the horse is down for the count with a cry. Okay, uh, it's Poncho up next. Um, more than one friend in, in peril. <laughs> uh, I try to shake shake it off um, the, the, my, <laughs> my, my fire angst and use scorching ray. I'm going to need you to make a wisdom save in order okay. to. This time. So 15. You managed to shake off the feeling of the, the fire being inherently terrifying. You're not entirely sure why you thought so in the first place. It was just a mild thing. Cool. Is there, so is there one wolf on Irina? Okay. So there is one that is, yeah, currently on Irina, just munching on that neck. Um, there is one that is, uh, threatening Fang. And there's another that is kind of undecided about what they're doing, but they're cool. there for the lols. Um, I see, I, I guess I see, like, Irina going, <laughs> getting, at. Taking, getting really, really, really at, so I'm, I'm gonna, so at. I'm just fire, I'm fire all of my rays at that wolf. Dizzity. Ugh. Fucking Jesus. A 12? Uh, that ain't gonna do it. Oh, that's a natural 20. Fucking Jesus should just be the title of this episode. Mm-hmm. That's probably gonna do it, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the last one is um, a 27 Yeah, that'll, that'll hit too. Also, we cannot name the episode <laughs> fucking Jesus. It's just in time for his rising day. <laughs> can we can we call it making love to Jesus? <laughs> yeah, out of respect. Doing some sweet, sweet love to Jesus on his rising yeah. day, winky face. <laughs> I, there needs to be a size pun in there. Oh, right. Some size pun in there for, for consistency, which I also do hate in this context. Can I tell you a quick Jesus <laughs> joke I just came up with? Oh, God. I mean, yes. I mean, if you're okay with all you of us going to, to hell. Just just the you sentence, can you do? Can I tell you a quick Jesus joke? It's, it's, <laughs> it's so good. Ismay, you say that like we're all already not going to hell because oh, of this. I'm, yeah, well, I'm sorry. Name me a one thing that I have ever done. <laughs> I'm going to need you to give me a couple days so I can compile a list. Don't do that, please. <laughs> I don't, I've not, never had a Christian upbringing, but I do fear the wrath of God in like a, a weird instinctual way for no reason. <laughs> Literally, the 
first time I was on Crit Chat, my fr- I was like, hey, listen to this podcast. And my friend would texted me halfway through being like, why are you talking about fucking demons? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a D&D podcast. I mean, the, the fact that those two are not correlated is bananas. <laughs> I think my answer was like, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> is this how so many people get duped by the devil? He says, hey, you want to play D&D? And then all of a sudden you realize yes. it's death and demons. Dick and demons. <laughs> Come on now. Demons and dicks. Demons and dicks. Hi, I'm Demon Dick. Here to be your... <laughs> Demon Dick. <laughs> Owner of the Dimsdale Demon Dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Alfred, what, uh, was the, what was the damage? I did a total of 20 damage. 20 damage? Uh, yeah, and that- as a razor, razor fire shoot out, and it's like disco inferno. Uh, yeah, <laughs> disco reference from earlier. <laughs> it was there beautiful. We we, we've mentioned disco several times, which is uh, buck wild. Now I need to put a disco track to this entire fight. Oh my god! If you can put any of disco inferno in without being copyright claimed, then I mean, I guess please. I'll you will hear the edit where it's just me singing disco inferno <laughs> off key right. with my ukulele. If this happens, I will lit. I will freak out listening because it's like my favorite song ever it's just great a little disco music a little disco music is very good done episode titled uh this wolf goes up in flames only have two wolves remaining sorry you're up next i would like to cast cure wounds on my good good friend that would be a good shout so it's gonna be a d8 plus my spellcasting modifier which is seven it's gonna be a total of eight yeah you you watch as uh you you shoot out some healing word magic uh and see some of the grotesque wound on her throat start closing up a little bit thing it is is that i have to touch her for it to do that so i think i kind of like poke the wound I, I i move my hands to her and i'm like oh gross and then it's also weird because i'm like can i touch your throat is that okay um she she goes <laughs> and breathes through her new throat hole okay hold on <laughs> and then i lay my hands very delicately on her throat and i'm like i promise i'm helping this again kind of crawls around your hand and starts knitting itself back together which is good but also very bad the wolf that is still on your side high low or in between for sorry and fang hi low it was in between that means Irina's getting hit (laughs) 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 oh and it doesn't have it okay that's not gonna hit though this one takes a a chomp out at Irina again but only manages to catch the the armor it is fortunately her go so she's able to stand up and tries to smash down on this wolf a natural 20s on this wolf so hard doesn't she the npcs are doing so much better than we are They really are. I'm a little upset. Irina takes her sword and slams it down, clefting this wolf's brain in twain. And for his turn, I guess Ismark's going to be in the back going, good job. (laughs) Camilla, there you are up now. Well, I'm I'm going to cast Sacred Flame on that one again. Bjorp. Uh, oh, that's 18. That's safe. Yeah. So I do diddly squat this turn. <laughs> can do some qu- can cool it, finger can, guns. Can, yeah, can I just do finger guns and just like smoke comes out of them and nothing else? <laughs> <laughs> like a flag with the word bang on it comes out. Like, oh, that's absolutely like. <laughs> bang, you're up next. I'm going to hit Wolf. Cool. Nine plus six, 15. That's going to hit. 26. Both going to hit. And 21. 21. Ooh, that thing not looking good. You you smash down with your cool new axe that is getting some uh, fine flavoring on it. Like, you're getting... Good seasoning. Get seasoning it so good. But yeah, so you, you chomp down into this wood with your blade, and it's not looking fucking excellent right now. It is its go, though, and it is going to take a snap at you. Uh, oh my god, Ismay with your natural 20s. Guys... I, it's bad for you, but can we appreciate that the most garbage roller has rolled like three nat 20s this fucking session? Pretty much in a row, too. <laughs> That's so good! Well done, Ismay! <laughs> that is gonna be 17 damage, reduced to half. Do I need to make a saving throw? Oh, yeah, you will do, yeah. 21. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna save. Next up is Rictavia. She's gonna take another shot at Wolf. She's gonna hit Wolf. She's gonna hit Wolf. Pretty good. Uh, fires another shot off at this wolf. Gets it in the leg. It gives a yelp. Next up is Poncho. I, sh- I shoot wolf. 
with scorching ray wisdom save I was gonna say, is this forever? No, it's literally only been 12 seconds since you had a little minor breakdown. Well, my dice has uh, the number two facing me. You start trying to to cast it, but you feel it kind of fizzle at your fingertips as there's just something in you that's not letting it happen. Sorry, you're up. Can I break the fourth wall of the situation (laughs) we're in and intimidate the showrunners? And convince them to lay off. Uh, I mean, you can certainly try. Because Sari can't do jack shit. Because she doesn't have anything <laughs> to do any real damage right now. I wonder if I could make it a dramatic performance so that way I can use my performance. I would say intimidation if you are trying to force them to lay off by being like, stop this. It would be performance if you were like, oh no, we just can't take it anymore. I think I would like to have a dramatic aside to Irina. I'm trying to evoke like a Hunger Games thing where they're like, oh, we can't kill them. We can't do this. Okay, I get you. Oh God. Oh no. It's an 18 plus four plus three. (laughs) What does the scene look like? My hands are bloodied from holding my hands to Irina's neck, and I collapse to my knees. I think at this moment the sun breaks. Does not do that. The sun does not break. Um. The sun does never break through the clouds. Okay. (laughs) I'm wearing extra highlighter on my face, so it looks like... Actually, it's just kind of really dark. I find the shadow. I'm like laying over Irina. Who is standing up. Oh, I motion her to sit back down. And we both lay down a little bit. I look at my hands and I say, Irina, I never meant for any of this to happen. And I try to wipe the blood from off my hands onto my pants, but none of it goes away. And I look back to her neck and I'm like, I don't know if I can cure you anymore. I didn't want any of this to happen. I just want to make scones with my friends. And you don't know why all this is happening. And you're my sister and they're my friends and they're like my family too. And I don't like killing wolves because there's this person named Sarah McLaughlin from where we're from. And she sings about dying... (laughs) dogs all the time and I feel very conflicted about everything but I love you so much and I love everyone else so much and I wish that we could find a little reprieve Ah, Irina rolled weirdly high like you see like a thing pass over Irina's face of confusion maybe because you've mentioned murdering werewolves before (laughs) but she seems to get it takes your hand in hers and looks like she's about to say something but then just like nods her head down in reverence to the moment uh well i guess that that's what irena's spending her turn doing camilla you're up i'm going to uh cast uh cure wounds as a third level it's 15 plus four so 19. I, I think uh, she's got some poultices made of, of tea in her bag. It's basically tea bags, wouldn't it be? So yeah, <gasps> yeah. so she's just got like tea bags prepared in her bag. But I think it's like a yerba, a yerba mate, like something high in caffeine. And she just like <laughs> slaps it on uh, like the worst wound and just like sits there, closes her eyes and starts praying. You know, poultry, please can't let Fang die. And with that, Fang, your your wounds are knitting together under the amazing healing properties of tea and gods. I'm going to hit it with my axe really hard. I know. I thought I'd change it up. I rolled a one. I, I forgot that, well, I'm a halfling. So oh, you are a halfling. It. A 17 and a 27. Okay, yeah, both both do a hit real good. 14 damage. It's enough damage as you smash down into this wolf and finally all of them have done a die. And yeah, all of you, all of you can get to breathe a... Breathe a sigh of relief. Gonna take a knee. <sighs> take a knee. You see as Rictavia up the top of the the cart, kind of slings her feet over the side and leans her elbows down on her knees and massages her temples like, I am so sorry. Oh, this is my fault. I'm sorry. I should never have taken you out. I How is this your fault? They don't they don't want you with me and they're going to keep throwing shit at you as long as you are with me. If I can get to the tower, then maybe we're fine, but until then this is going to be a bad road. 
I don't mind. It makes me realize how much stronger I am. She she gives a wee laugh. She's like, I mean, okay, but a couple of your friends got a lot of their blood that was inside their bodies outside their bodies. I look back at my hands and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that part. <laughs> she gives a kind of shake of her head. She's like, okay, we should get going. Where where are you Where are you heading? Have you decided? Uh, I mean, the tower sounds good. Where's closest? Uh, the tower, I guess. Then the tower! Okay, um, sure. You can make a a plan there. It should be pretty safe. Clamber back in, I guess. I do that. Yep. Y'all jump back into the... Clamber, clamber, clamber. Clamber, clamber, clamber. You all clamber back into the the back of the wagon where the cage is and head off towards the tower that she has mentioned. You, You go along the long road for quite a wee while before taking a harsh right turn and go down a jagged path that's been overgrown with all the trees. Eventually, the the trees open up and you see a grand lake before you that you have been told before is the Lake Bartok. You also see the thick fog that's creeping across the dark waters. And at the very end of your trail, it ends with a big stone tower. It's got decrepit collapsing scaffolds around the outside and a large gash in the split wall. But parked near the base of this old, large, decrepit tower uh, within sight of the entrance is a barrel-topped wagon spattered with mud. And as you're approaching, Rictavia slows down and goes, Okay, well, that is... that is decidedly new. And jumps down from the top of the wagon. Hello? Oh, maybe don't yell. She seems to be walking towards it to kind of inspect the outside of it. I, I'll, I'll, I'll hop out and go as well. I think. Uh, yeah. She, she seems to just be checking around around the outside. Can everyone now, but Poncho, give a quick perception check? Twenty-two. I just rolled a four, so whatever I uh, add, nice. that's not going to be good enough. So yeah, you guys, you guys are just watching as uh, as both Octavia and Poncho go over to the carriage. After looking around it a little while, she she kind of notices uh, Poncho that you're there, and half to herself, half to you, goes, "Okay, well, this is definitely a Vistani wagon, so." Things are either going to be very bad or um, very very awkward. Okay. Do do you know Do you know them? Well, that is where the difficulty comes in. As a whole, yes. One it was where the awkward comes in. And from the shadows of the van, you hear a voice that just chimes in and says, "There's three fucking questions here. One, who the fuck are you? Two, what the fuck?" are you doing here? And three, why the fuck are you wearing my face? 